Welcome, From Fear to Courage, with Simon B. Today I would like to talk about how to break free of our parents' control. As a coach and mentor, one of the most restrictive aspects of people's lives I see is how they have formed an image around how their parents have treated them and what's expected of them. Many people are not even aware that their addictions, behaviour problems, jealousy, anger and other issues originate in how they felt as children. The great spiritual teacher Krishnamurti once said, most parents do not love their children and that they mostly operate from their own sustained agenda. I have to say after 30 years of coaching, I agree with him. I'm not saying they don't have the capacity to love, but they cannot access it in themselves due to their own conditioning, from their own childhood, their own pain. Their children become about their own security and expectations and even their usefulness to them. Frederick Nietzsche once wrote that ultimately one loves one's desires and not that which is desired. I think this is particularly true of parents who have children for their own feelings, loneliness, their own security, their own shortcomings and expectations. And if the child at any age doesn't fulfil this emotional need and expectation, they're made to feel guilt and shame. So love then becomes a barter, which can be withdrawn if children question parents or become something outside of their parents' own conditioned expectations. Alan Watts once said that parents are experts in making their children feel shame and guilt, especially when they get questioned about something they didn't want to admit or take responsibility for. Is that love? Clearly not. Parents also don't realise they will never fully know their children. They think they do, but they don't. No one can ever know anyone at the deepest level of their being. They look for the lens of the image they have of their children. Children are not here to fulfil any parent's own conditioned ambitions or expectations. So what is love then? It's not jealousy, control or expectation. These are born out of fear. And where there is fear, there is certainly no love. We tend to fool ourselves that we can keep every aspect of our life separate. And that's what we do these, these days. We, we compartmentalise everything. If we cannot stand up to our parents, but that's okay, we say, because it won't affect any other area of my life. But life is a tapestry of one. There is no separation. What you cannot do in one area of life infiltrates your entire pattern of life. I find this particularly true of women who are more likely to remain under their parents' control and expectations, even as adults and with children of their own. The spiritual teacher Krishnamurti also once said, Relationship between human beings is based on the image-forming defensive mechanism. In our relationships, each of us builds an image about the other, and these two images have relationship, not the human beings themselves. This perfectly sums up the disconnected relationships between parents and children. So the first step to breaking this parental control is to open our hearts and allow compassion towards ourselves. We can observe how it has defined our lives and how it makes us act. How far can we trace it back? We often find the hurt little boy, the hurt little girl, 
who has covered their pain with an image of themselves so it's easier to live with it. The image numbs, masks and covers pain. But it ends up not so, and that hurt child keeps us caged in behavioural problems, egotistical mannerisms and even the pain of denial. Often, either with the help of someone that can guide you or simply with your own efforts, you can pinpoint specific events and feelings from childhood and the beliefs that grew from them and how they defined your future. Many of us have closed hearts to cover our own pain. I know I did this for many, many years. It seemed necessary at first, but eventually it works against us, poisoning relationships and cultivating the worst aspects of ourselves. Seeing and accepting truth takes courage, but a strong image or ego is created to deny truth. The stronger the image or ego we have created, the more truth can be denied. Our own ego will jump, try and justify our image. It will jump in and try and make excuses for our own behavior because this ego is the building blocks of any image and its purpose is to deny truth and shield it from us and run from pain. Whenever we deny truth, we reinforce our ego and suffering is inevitable. This denial is not harmless it will metamorphosize into multiple outlets that include jealousy, rage, and despair. I once coached a lady, I will call her Rachel for the purposes of this podcast, but um, she contacted me, she was in a position where her husband kept running off with other women and then kept coming back because he knew she would always take him back. We soon uncovered she couldn't stand up to her father either. At first she was defiant, in coaching and she wanted me to condemn the husband but there's no growth in this approach she said she didn't stand up to her husband because she believed in love and compassion and was raised to be a humble Christian but the truth is she was using this religious belief to compensate for her own fear but she was a courageous woman and once she saw this she broke her story and the image it had created she ended the relationship with her husband and challenged her father's behavior too A great practice to get into to trace our pain back is for a period of stillness. Meditation, yoga, qigong are powerful facilitators in tracing back childhood issues that have defined us. The most potent time to look back on your life, especially childhood, is after creating these periods of stillness. And this topic I'm talking about here is also true for step-parents who often end up jealous of their partner's child or children. This is because of unresolved issues from their own childhood, normally because they felt neglected and unloved by their own parents. My own stepfather was one of these, um, one of these men. He made himself into a cruel man. He denied truth and built his life around a lie and an image to mask his own pain. People often thought he was confident, but he was fragile behind the, the effective facade he created. His mother and father doted on his sister and he was never good enough in their eyes. No doubt at first he thought he could um, nurture someone else's children, yet his unresolved pain manifested in jealousy that went from disrespect to cruelty and eventually violence. He failed to see he had everything and he went on to lose it all.
Although this is an extreme example, it is an ugly transformation to see how a man or woman, who originally meant well in nurturing someone else's child, allows unresolved feelings in their past to give voice to awful jealousy and all of its destructive capabilities. We must identify with our pain and observe it for ourselves. We will see the image that has been created to mask it and how it is often released upon others. A lot of depression, anxiety and repressed anger occurs in the inability to face up to suppressive and controlling parents. The second step is to stop playing the image we have formed, kill the story and allow us to see ourselves as we really are and locate the source of pain emotionally and physically. This could be a sense of abandonment as a child, feeling unloved, never feeling good enough for our parents and the guilt that followed this and constantly trying to fill this void with the image they expect of you. This original image that has been moulded from judgement, expectation, suppression, shame, anger and even violence is there in its original form. There is often a hurt little girl or boy in front of the parents in adult form still trying to be loved, accepted and understood. If the adult has children, they often repeat the cycle desperately trying to get their own parents to love their grandchildren. Yet it's all in vain because this love can never be forced. So what we listen to from others, which is especially potent with parents, and it remains unchallenged within ourselves and externally, will become us. It becomes part of our mind and body in some way, and before you know it, it's infiltrated your own thoughts and behaviours that direct your own life. If you avoid conflict and can't stop to your parents or anyone else, it's because you become a pushover and this will be used against you. Gandhi once said, a no uttered from the deepest conviction is better than a yes merely uttered to please or worse to avoid trouble. So if this is you and you find yourself playing this childlike image in front of your parents, then ask yourself, who does this serve? You? Them? This role play actually degrades everyone. It serves no one. It's a farce. It's complete fear. And everyone involved knows it is. The only reason someone doesn't stand up to their parents is fear. Despite the multiple excuses people give, there is only fear. If you doubt this, the next time your parents speak to you in a way that disempowers you, or you know to be a lie, pay attention to your body and how it reacts to not standing up for yourself. It will tell you all you need to know. That fear wants you to act, not stay silent. And I will say, standing up to one's parents might just be the most courageous thing someone can do, but it will set you free, and it's the only chance of setting them free too. Be warned though, it will get worse before it gets better. If you crush the image formed from how you were treated, you also threaten theirs, and there'll be great fear all around. Keep with it though, breaking out takes time, and not everyone will be keen to let you do it especially those whose image relies on their expectance and familiarity of your own. Love then ends up being the ultimate reason for life and is accessed beyond these images. Love is beyond comparison. It has no condemning or comparing. It is also the access to authentic selves, or if you prefer, our greatest potential, 
that stays obscured by pupil-pleasing and trying to be loved. Moving out of our parents' expectations allows us to experience not only the world, but love in its purest, unfiltered form. There is pure potential here. And the highest love beyond our parents is realising that you were meant to be here. You wouldn't have arrived if not. The universe in all of its magnificent power and energy created your form for here on earth. There is love in this universe that just wants life. And that's greater than whether or not your mother or father wanted or loved you. There is no greater love than this. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. For more information, go to www.simonlee.online. Thank you.